Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Wisdom of Spirit with Rosen Winterbrook on the Seika Network on blogtalkradio.com. Blessings be with you today and always. Tonight's a wonderful night for this topic. It's great. Um, and then Winterbrook, you can, uh, well, I'm going to let her tell you where you can reach her. She's had some Mercury retrograde issues. Uh, yeah, no, at this point I can't blame it on Mercury retrograde. It's just a slow process. I uh, transferred and I'm re-updating uh, my website. So uh, it's just taking longer than uh, I had hoped. I do have somebody working on it, though. And uh, so feel free to go there. It is up. But if it looks a little like it needs some OCDing, that's because I'm waiting on them to fix it and tweak it. And it's winterbrookmedium.com. But I have my updated calendar. So if you go to the calendar page, you'll see uh, different events that I'm having and where I'll be. Uh, And it's just some of the uh, content needs to be spaced out a little bit better. So I apologize to the listeners. Okay, so the information is there. It just doesn't look quite very pretty yet, but that's okay. Um, The important thing is the information is (laughs) there. So tonight we're going to be discussing the law of attraction and manifestation. It is possible. So, um, would you like to get us started, Winterbrook? Absolutely. And actually, I'm going to pick your brain on something, because if something came to me, but you're more of the numbers girl than me. Um, One of the reasons, I have faith in you, dear. One of the reasons... You made it to law school. I didn't. (laughs) What? He said, you made it to law school. I didn't. I'm the numbers girl. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about adding or subtracting, silly. I'm talking about metaphysical significance. Um, oh, okay. Now, one of the reasons tonight is a wonderful night to address this topic, because we're going to talk about uh, how to manifest different techniques, uh, is because we're having what's known as a black moon tomorrow night. Uh, It sounds spooky, but it's actually just the term given when uh, you have two new moons falling within a one-month period of the same, like all in in March or, um, you know, in November. 
And that's only for, of course, um, our hemisphere. Uh, those who are in this, um, like around Australia, their new moon is actually going to occur on uh, October 1st. So it's not technically a black moon, but for us in North America and Long Island, where Rose and I are physically located, uh, we do have this black moon. Now, the significance of new moon is that it is a wonderful time to um, in manifest what you would like to see uh, happen in your reality, your experience here. And tapping into the new moon energy uh, is supposed to enhance your ability to manifest opportunities or experiences in your life. I don't like to really just focus on trying to win the lottery, okay, because I don't find that to be very successful for people. But certainly I find people are able to manifest uh, opportunities and some material items. I had a teacher that needed a refrigerator, and she used the law of attraction my first teacher, actually, my first mediumship teacher, um, to get herself, because she was on a fixed income, she was in her 80s, a refrigerator, and by God, it happened. And uh, somebody was getting rid of one, she took it, life was good, she realized, darn, I should have manifested that it had an ice maker. (laughs) So that was Nancy Lloyd. I don't know if you had the pleasure of meeting her when she was on the earth plane, but... She was a terrific lady. So anyway, there's the new moon that's happening tomorrow night, which is the black moon. And, of course, because it's the double in a single month, people are saying it's actually even heightened as far as energetic-wise to assist you with your manifesting. Then the second thing is, now here's where, you know, I don't know everything, and um, I really don't know much about numbers, but I know that Rose mentions master numbers, this, that. I was looking at the numerical form of today's day, which is September 29th, 2016. So, But if you write it 92916, you can actually add up to three nines. Is, do you follow me? Am I on to something here, or is that just a, a figment of my imagination? No, and, and we had it a little while ago as well. Um and when you see the three nines, this is, nine is the number of completion. So it signifies the completion of a life sequence. And, you know, people talk about angel numbers. And, again, this could be considered one of the rarer angel number sequences. So this is the meaning of nine. And what's happening energetically, I've been noticing uh, it's like a lot of negative, bad stuff has bubbled up to the top. And it's kind of like the universe's way, you know, well, when you finish with something, you know, that you're eating or that you've used and it's too old, what do you do? You throw it in the garbage, right? So this is like we're all being led to get rid of those things that no longer serve us. It's the universe saying, okay, it's time of completion. You've got to kind of get your act together and get real and, you know, time to weed, time to clean house, time to get ready for the really new and good and beneficial things coming into your life. So the 999 combined now with this, this black moon, it, tomorrow is a wonderful well, today is the 999 by my math. If it's 9 slash 29 slash 16, 612 is 9, and then September and then the 9. So that's where I got the 999. But, again, I'm not a numbers person, but it just kind of struck me. So whether it's an actual interpretation or just um, the universe or the angels giving me a sign, because, you know, they, I happen to see 999 out of that, and that 999 does signify completion and as you said what do you do when you complete it you kind of trash it take it out of the system and that's what you need to do you need to empty the vessel a little bit if we're the vessels in order to create space for that which you wish to create so right now we're all being called to pursue something greater than ourselves and 
there's absolutely no limit to what you can accomplish. So a lot of times, and we, I've had discussions with this this week with certain friends of mine, a lot of times we have such issues because we have carried over from, you know, our parents' training or, or breeding and upbringing who carried it from their parents, our grandparents who carried it from their and we really have never moved out of that space, although in the past, I'd say, <clears throat> well, remember in 2012, everybody thought we were dying, it was going to be the end of the world? Yeah, I didn't jump it on was, that bandwagon because my daughter is mine, so I kind of understood a little bit. So, yeah, it wasn't so much the physical death, but my feeling on that one is it was the death of all old consciousness and that was when the universe and spirit started to pull us all into this new consciousness and so that was 2012 we're talking this is 40 years later there's been a lot of stuff going on a lot of it we have not noticed a lot of it we did not really understand and a lot of it was our own stubborn ego that didn't lend us to you know jumping in there and and doing what is for our own best and highest good, because I've noticed people tend not to do that. They have not caught on that it's not so much about what you want, because your wants and desires are coming from your ego. If you can let go of the ego and tap into your soul and just be guided by your soul, which sends us in another direction, It's my belief that the soul communicates to the mind, which then communicates to the heart. So the circuitry in a human being is soul to mind to heart. And when people tell you follow your heart, they just don't mean follow your heart and be romantic, lovey-dovey, follow the love, which it's not a bad thing to follow the love. We should be doing that as well. But that's the, that's the way it works. And if you can manage to keep that equation going, soul to mind to heart, and always go with your heart, you're following your soul urge. And that's where you want to be. And that's what the universe brings to us. So hmm. that's that. <laughs> I know I went off on another tangent. I think Spirit was grabbing me there. Okay, no, 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 it's good, it's good. Um, Yeah. Because actually it does come into play a little bit when you, um, you know, one of the uh, tips or techniques um, about manifesting, uh, you know, is that you may, you want to think about what you want, but it's probably best to phrase it in, I would like X or something better, and leave that wiggle room for, as you pointed out, the soul to instruct the mind to link with the heart and create what's in line with your soul plan. That's what got you here on earth in the first place. Um, So it may not be what you manifest for, but actually something better. Do you understand? Did that make sense the way I phrase it? Exactly, because a lot of times people are. It's like you know, don't think small. But we do think small. We want this. We want that person. We want what we want because we feel from our ego we know better. Okay, so you're wishing for a fisherman who doesn't make a lot of money, just fishes, gets enough fish to get by, and, and he's got a happy life. Meanwhile, he's living in a cardboard box or what have you. The universe has a millionaire waiting for you in the wings, but you are so stuck on the handsome fisherman of whatever reason why you're in love with that guy, you can't see the forest or the trees, nor do you want to. And that's what messes up your life, because on the other hand, you're going, oh, my life is so miserable, but you've got your mind on the fisherman, the handsome fisherman, but you're lamenting over not having money, not having nice things, not being able to go back to school, or do the things you want, travel, whatever. Well, because you're shooting your foot, yourself in the foot, you're you're forcing the manifestation of this handsome fisherman and 
putting your hand up, talk to the hand, no, no, universe, I don't want what's for my best and highest good, I want what my ego wants. And the universe is there like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, right, you always but... got to ask for what's your best and highest good and be open to, open and allow, accept and allow. That gets you a lot farther than saying, I want, I want, I got to have, I want, you know? Yeah, but on the other hand, um, you don't want to rule out choosing because we are um, oh, you always have conscious beings. Yeah, so you, I mean, you need to yeah. choose. But here's an interesting, uh, I have a couple of stories in line with this, so, you know, they're quick. Um, I was a guest on a radio show about a year ago. It was my first time. I had a blast. I loved it. So one of the things that I manifest, my dear Rose, was that I would love it if somebody would invite me to be a guest on a radio show again. Oh, my and I, God. And I let that out, you know. And I'm saying I let that out six, seven, eight months ago, all right, because I was hoping that the lady would call me back, but then she ended up discontinuing her show. And I, so I was, you know, she said she was going to have me back, but then she discontinued having her show, so that wasn't going to happen. So that's when I threw it out in the universe. <laughs> and then lo and behold, out of the blue, six, seven months later, I'm in Europe with my children on vacation, and my, my friend Rose <laughs> ch- uh, Facebook chats me, hey, <laughs> want to think about co-hosting a new show with me? <laughs> so there you go. I just put out that I was hoping somebody would hoping invite somebody me to be a guest. And you see, I, I I don't listen to myself because when the show came up, I'm like, this is great. I've done my own radio show single-handedly alone for three years. And I, I do one on Fridays, which is only a half hour long, but I'm alone. And uh, it's a little overwhelming when you're the host of a show and you're the only one. Um, so I thought about the show and I thought, I'm not doing a show without a co-host. And every person that I mentally selected, Spirit said to me, no. Okay. So I go through four or five people, and spirits go, no, no, no. I'm like, okay. I can't seem to come up with anybody who, you know, the universe likes here and spirit likes. So I'm just going to let this sit for a minute. Five minutes later, Winterbrook's name comes up, and I'm like, now here's my own, I know better than anyone, I'm like, that woman is so busy, there is no way she's going to be able to do a show. And Spirit prodded, and I said, all right, I'll ask her. I don't know at all, I finally learned. And I asked her, and she said yes. So what is to be winds up to be. It's great. Yes, and as I said, I had only asked if somebody would invite me to be a guest once in a while. So this is really cool because I'm having fun with this. Um, so I thank you again from the bottom of my heart, and it just goes I to show you, you um, you know, what happens when you use uh, the law of manifestation. So let's actually get to the meat and bones of it, all right? Um, how do you manifest? What would be, you know, there's different um, explanations out there. I think one of the big ones, uh, popular-wise, was the book The Secret, right? Um, that right. came out uh-huh. that talked about the law of attraction and manifestation. And for those people that might be very, very new to this, the law of attraction is uh, that you attract to you what you give out. When you're on the same frequency and the same vibration, you attract people and things and experiences to you. So the idea behind manifestation is to use... Um, your conscious, your, your your thoughts, your vibration, your emotion, to create. Um, because, you know, we are in the ultimate reality, we do create our lives. Uh, and what happens? Now, I don't want, I do want to put a caveat, because depending on how someone reacts to that statement, uh, before we incarnate, of course, we have like an outline of certain experiences, some of which may not be pleasurable, that we want to go through while we're here 
on the earth plane because it's not something you can experience in the spirit realm. Maybe it's, a, you know, like grief, losing someone we love. Um, you really don't have that when you're out of your body and in spirit. But you can have that experience here. Why would we want to have that experience? Well, if we experience something, our soul grows, we become more compassionate um, to others. All right, so it, it sounds odd, but there is a reason. Um, so anyway, here's a checklist, or if you want to write this down for anyone who's going to try this out on this peak time of the black moon, that would be tonight and tomorrow. Um, the first thing you have to do is kind of be in a quiet room and become very present, center yourself so that you're not scattered. And what do I mean? Don't be thinking about going to the dry cleaner tomorrow or making the appointment with the hairdresser next week, you know, or some kind of work project you're doing. Put, leave that outside the room, and you can go pick it up when you're done with this um, exercise. And, you know, give yourself 15 to 20 minutes to do it. Maybe even have some soothing music. The point is we want to relax you mentally and physically and emotionally. And then you want to have all of your energy kind of centered within you to be very, very present and in the moment. It's most important to be in the moment. Um, it's almost and when, like preparing to meditate in a way. Oh, yes, absolutely. We're, we're going to get to like a meditated state, um, but consciously. We're, we're consciously using this to create. When you feel you're in that moment, or you're not distracted, you're relaxed, then focus on visualizing what you want. Now, perhaps, like in the case of my first mediumship teacher, you know, she wanted a refrigerator because she didn't have one and she didn't have the money to purchase one. Um, in my case, the story I just said, I had thrown out there that I would like to be invited as a radio show guest. Um, so focus on what you want. And like I said, I asked for what I wanted or left it up to the universe to get me something better than what I was thinking. Because, Rose, you pointed out sometimes we think limitedly. So um, let's say you, for an example, um, you want to get a promotion in your job. How about that? That's pretty universal for people. So focus on um, seeing yourself already promoted, like you're, you're, you're visualizing that it has already happened. Because in reality, if you read Eckhart Tolle, you know, there is the, the only thing that really currently exists in actuality is the now. Future doesn't exist, past doesn't exist, it's just the now. So visualize yourself in the role of the promoted employee um, doing your thing, whatever it is, you know, whether you become the manager and you're helping your – now notice I say helping your employees – Okay. If you make a visualization of wanting to be the manager so you can yell at people and treat them shabbily, chances are the universe is not going to fill that request. But if you keep it positive, seeing yourself as the manager, the, the gentle leader, um, helping your employees grow, and then open your heart. And if you don't know how to do that, um, think of someone or something. It could be a child, a parent, a lover. Um, a pet, all right, that you love so much unconditionally. You just, I mean, you just love them. Feel that love that you would hold for this person or pet and then in, send it around your vision, all right? Feel the love, okay, as you visualize what it is you're trying to manifest and then feel gratitude, all right, as if, it has already happened. Then have faith that it shall happen. Don't doubt, because if you start doubting, um, the universal, the energy will pick that up, and it will cancel out your request. And that's a toughie for people. 
You also don't put a time frame. Don't say, I need to have it by December 15th, all right? Because then if it doesn't happen, you're fearful it's not going to happen, you see? And when you become fearful, you um, start that fear of lack uh, energy, which again is going to boomerang and send your mana. It's going to cancel out all the positive that you're putting into this manifesting. So you're in the present moment. You've visualized what you would like to have or something better if the universe deems. You're embracing it with love. You're feeling and expressing gratitude for already having it. I would add also to have the universe ask them to help you. Maybe your angels, if you like, to, if you feel more, some people are more comfortable working with angels than just, you know, like um, the universe, um, to release any blocks in you that might, you know, prevent the manifestation from happening. And then just put it, visualize it in a white ball or a white tube of light and allow it to just float away up into God or the heavens. All right. And it's very important that you detach so you don't trigger that fear of lack or fear it's not going to happen. You detach with gratitude and the faith that it will occur. And then. I just want to project two quick things here. Um, like when Winterbrook is discussing angels, angels do not act on their own volition. A lot of people don't know this, but angels don't act on their own volition. You have to request the help. So start requesting, start asking, start even if you verbalize it outwardly, like, hey, angels, I need help, help me. You will see a change. You will see that you will get the help you need, that they will come to your aid rather quickly, but you have to ask. And the other thing is don't hold on to things. Don't hold on and smother the desire or the want that you are asking for because, like, if you're holding on to a baby chick and you love it so much, and you hold it so tightly, you're going to smother it, and it'll die. The same thing with the things that you're trying to bring into your life. Like Winterbrook said, detach, put it out there, and then let it go. It's like when you order a sandwich at a deli. You put your order in, you don't go behind the counter and in the kitchen and make sure that they cook it right and do this and do that. You let it go. So just request and let go. Excellent, yes, because again, no, 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 that's good, it's good to interject, Um, you know, because again, uh, when you stay too attached or worried that it won't happen, you create the fear of not getting it, fear itself will cancel out um, the positive vibes you're sending, So so that's what you do to manifest something, and, you know, tapping into the new moon, again, it is believed it will um, amp up your energy and your results. Now, I also firmly believe, because so many people believe the new moon's going to happen, that in and of itself, it creates like a, a wave of intention, okay? And it's going to bolster everybody in that, that wave of intention. Do you understand? If, if a million people are sending out intense to manifest, it creates an energy, and it all helps each other versus just one person. Um, oh, and so I that's have why, to, I have that's to why it's good. Again. Pardon? I, I have to interject this to back that up. It was really great. Uh, years ago, we had a hurricane coming this way, and I remember a bunch of Reiki practitioners, a whole, I mean like hundreds of Reiki practitioners, sent Reiki energy to that hurricane to push it far out to the Atlantic so that those of us who live along the eastern coastline did not get hit as hardly as the weather reports were saying we were going to get, like, killed. So all these Reiki practitioners started working, I think it was about 24 hours before it was supposed to arrive here, and we were very successful. The hurricane, unexpectedly from the weather, 
uh, forecasters and, and everybody who was on that went out into the Atlantic and bypassed us. We just got some heavy rain, but we did not get what they were saying we were going to get. Wow. So power in numbers, people. Yes, absolutely. I always say, uh, you know, you take a single piece of straw and it bends quite easily, and yet if you weave it with other single pieces of straw and create a basket, it becomes uh, stronger and able to carry stuff versus that one little piece of straw. Um, Okay, so here's the thing, though. After you have followed up with doing your intentional manifesting, because that's what we're acting with intent, then um, you need to try to create the vibration, which you should should try to want to do anyway. Um, Wake up and express gratitude for what you have. All right. Be happy with what you have, almost as if you don't need anything else. Because when you're so happy you have stuff, the universe is kind of hearing, oh, they're happy they have stuff. Let me give them more stuff. Versus, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. I wish I had that. And that's sending out that energy that I don't have. Lack, lack, lack. All right. That's kind of the law of attraction. The more you have, the more you attract. Um, super. The energy of gratitude more blessings, brings more things into your life. Right. That's, you know, because you're grateful for what you have already. So that kind of creates that attraction. Now, um, you know, practice your, walk your walk and talk your talk. Be kind to others. Be generous to others. If you don't have, you don't have to be generous materialistically, um, but send out a good thought. Send out a prayer for someone in need. Send out healing for someone. Um, Rose, you do this all the time with your Reiki ward. Uh, people right. request healing that you don't even know, and, and the Reiki ward practitioners, you set this up, send out healing. All these actions all of a sudden change your vibration around you, and it just makes it that much easier for the universe to respond to what you manifest for. Because the more good you're putting out, the more that the universe wants to give you back. So, But I think you said you wanted to take a break. Yeah, we're going to take a little break here, just a teeny tiny break, and then we'll be back. And I want to remind those of you who are listening, if you've called in, which we appreciate and it's a great thing, if you want to chat with us or if you have a question, if you're looking to get a little one-minute, two-minute mini-read, you have to press option number one. Otherwise, we don't know that you want to talk to us. So we're going to take a little break, and then we'll come back and have some fun. You're listening to Wisdom of Spirit, with Rose and Winterbrook on the Seiken Network on blogtalkradio.com. Blessings be with you today and always. Never looked at it again. 
And about a year or two later, my friend said to me, you remember the night you wrote that list? I said, oh, yeah, I remember that list. She said, everything that you wanted done has gotten done. And I went and I looked and I pulled up the list, and lo and behold, everything on that list had come to manifest. So that's another good thing. Write out lists, but again, don't focus on it, don't hold on it, don't attach yourself to it. Write out what you want and go hide it in a desk drawer somewhere. And the same applies to relationships. I do so many consultations and, and readings about women who want relationships, and it's like, you know what? Write out everything you are looking for in a man and you, what you want, and then tell the universe, this is the list, put it in a drawer, forget about it, and stop worrying about when the one is coming. The one will come. So um, we have a question here. And this is not, well, there, okay. 631682, you're on the air with Winterbrook and Rose. Hi. Hi, my name is Tammy. How are you? Hi, Tammy. How are you? I'm good. Great. How are you? Congratulations you on this show. It's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Tell all your friends. <laughs> I, I'm doing that. And I figured I would call in and ask a question. Um, Okay, so my question is this. Years and years ago, I kept seeing an accident happen and an accident happen. And then I ended up in a car accident. And a friend said to me that when you envision stuff like that, you have to cancel it out automatically because you're attracting it. Is that true? Well, you want want me to take it, Rose? If you want, yeah. Okay. Um, yes and no. If you focus on you're going to have an accident, chances are you're going to have an accident. Okay. All right. If it's over and over and over again, you have a fear that you're going to have a car accident, that you're going to probably create that reality. So I'm manifesting the fear. Okay. All right. But that's if you're doing okay. it over and over and over again. If you have a concern, I don't know, uh, it's a rainy night, you're out on the highway, and all of a sudden you had a little fear, oh, my God, I'm going to have a car accident, don't panic that you've created that reality. Uh, just just say, okay, no, no, I'm going to pay attention. Do you see the difference? Yes. If you say it once, that's, you don't have to worry about canceling it out. But if you're going to focus on something over and over and over mm-hmm. again, especially fear-based, then um, you will most likely create it. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, you'll put yourself in a gone, situation to experience. We'll say that. Okay. Yeah, I had gone to see Jeff Wands, this wonderful psychic, and uh, in the reading it came out that I was, well, I'm not going to say was definitely, but there was a chance I would get into an automobile accident. And I have to tell you, from the day he told me that, um, I paid triple attention whenever I stepped foot in a car. And okay. I was vigilant. And I feel that because I was vigilant, because I had had the reading and it had come out in the reading, I didn't have an accident. Right. Okay. Because you came aware of it. Okay. And then, oh, yeah. very good. Thank you. All right, Thank great. you very much. Thanks for calling, Tammy. All right, have a good night, girls. You too, dear. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. Okay, another 631. Suffolk is on fire tonight. 631-422, you're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Hello. Okay. Do we lose them? I don't know if we, they're still here. I've got their microphone on. Hello? Hi. You're oh, on the hi. Air. Sorry about that. I didn't realize uh, you guys were um, letting me call through. So I was actually just wondering if it's possible to uh, get a quick reading. Sure. Can we sure. Get what's your, your question? Um, I guess my question would be about my career. Can I get your name, please? Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, how are you? Your show's great. Thank I'm you. good. Thanks for calling us. Thank you, thank you. What's your question? 
Um, I guess if you have any advice or guidance as far as career, I've been doing a lot of manifestation and putting some intentions out there and trying to let it go, how you're saying. And uh, I was just wondering if it's possible to get a quick reading, I guess. You want to take this okay. one, Rose? Yeah, why not? Uh, so the reading that you're looking, you want, well, we can't do a whole reading, but you, uh, <laughs> it's like what is your question, your main concern, what answer do you want from Spirit regarding the uh, the job search, career? Yeah, I guess just uh, some direction. Okay. As I tell all my clients, I can't tell you what to do. I can't make your mind up for you or make decisions for you. So um, when you say what direction, what exactly are you asking? Um, now, there's, we can give you information, but we can't direct you. That you got to yeah. do on your own. Okay, I'm going to interject. Um, okay. What I'm getting is that you are going to be successful in some of the manifestation that you are um, actively pursuing now with the career. Um, I feel like you've put about six or seven different ideas out there in the universe. Is that about right? Yeah, that's the seven projects. That's what I'm getting. Um, So, I mean, I'm thinking like maybe five are going to come to fruition over the next three years is what I'm getting. All right. So one or two is going to fall off the wayside, and I feel five um, are going to come to fruition, but not all at once. It's going to be uh, over a period of about uh, I'm seeing two to three years. Okay. Um, Take time. Don't be in a rush. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, dear. Thanks, Thanks for, calling. for calling. Okay. And that's as far as I could see for Collins. So back to the law of attraction. Oh, that's. I had two stories. Actually, it's pretty funny because the second one happened today. If you would like me to share that, I had shared the one about wanting to do, you know, guest hosting, and then I end up doing the show with you, which I'm thrilled. This is fun. Um, But there was another thing that happened today, of of course, of all days. Uh, If you'd like me to share that. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know, last summer, I guess, not this summer, the summer before, kind of, um, a friend of mine, another medium, which we should get on the show one of these days, uh, she was starting to do classes at a community college where she lives, and I thought that was kind of cool because one thing I like, I love to try new things and have all ki- I want to have all kinds of experiences when I, while I'm incarnated at the Winterbrook, so I'll have things to think about in the afterworld, okay? So I'm not bored. I so. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was rather cool. I hadn't thought, I didn't know that, you know, teach uh, classes like that at college. So uh, all of a sudden I got an offer to go in and kind of teach a little bit about uh, mediumship to a club at one of the colleges and to the students. So that was fun. And I had it on my desk. I, I said, you know what, this year um, I really should seek out, that would be really cool to, to you know, do some work at, a co- at colleges versus, you know, I do a lot of libraries, right? I got seven of them lined up so far going forward. And um, the 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 directory, right, with the listing of the, from the community colleges sitting on my desk, and I didn't get to it because I'm always running 101, but I had put it out there. Well, lo and behold, uh, last week um, I get contacted to go back to Suffolk County Community College and I had such a fun time so I was psyched I didn't have to follow up they called me again so that was the first thing then I see a post on uh, Facebook today with uh, somebody I know who's a professor at Adelphi and she's having uh, guest speakers on spirituality topics and all of a sudden I got pushed Go a private messenger and volunteer. Now, normally I wouldn't actually do that, but something said do it. So I said, all right, actually it was somebody. I won't say something, somebody. And um, I just PM'd her. I said, hey, if you ever want, I'll volunteer. You know, I'd like to to, uh, teach, you know, talk about mediumship if you're interested. And she jumped all over it. So... um, 
you know, she actually, we we, we we said it for November 2nd. But here was the funny part. She turns around and tells me, she says, you know, um, I was told in the spring by another medium <laughs> that uh, I was going to have a medium talking to my students this semester. And she said, I hadn't scheduled anyone, and I was just waiting for it to happen. And then all of a sudden today, you PM me out of the blue <laughs> and ask if, um, you know, my if if you could do this for me and there you go so now i'm working at two colleges so i'm excited divine right action right but again i it's not something i would have normally done um but uh my friend who was actually a friend of this woman too she's kind of spirit will assist you and they'll um, actually almost use this like marionettes sometimes. They're like, they orchestrate is the way I like to put it, in the positive way, though, in the positive way. So they'll orchestrate opportunities or assistance for you. And she orchestrated um, us meeting. We were both very important in her life, but we hadn't met. So um, she was the one that kind of shook the wood that I normally would have done either. And Spirit will tell you, I've been fighting this for over 50 years. But there comes a time where you, you get the message. Hello. All right. Yeah, so it was just kind of cool. Of all days, we were talking about manifestation. And I did literally have those uh, community college uh, advertisements where I was supposed to contact them to see if they'd be interested in in me giving a talk or something, and then both of them come up without me even actually Ooh. having to go that. So Here's another thing I came across under a list of things to, you know, to manifest and according to the law of attraction, and you will love this, Winterbrook. It's better to trust your emotions than overthink a decision. In other words, listen to your intuition instead of overthinking your choices. Let your emotions guide you toward what is right and what is wrong. This will result in a more satisfying life. Now, you all know, or at least Winterbrook knows, as I say I have this, this, this saying that is our intuition, and emotions are the intuition. Um, your intuition is your internal GPS. Because that guides us. And when people say I have this gut feeling, well, your gut is where your intuition lies, and that's what I call the internal GPS. And GPS stands for guided perfectly by spirit. Always (laughs) listen to that gut. Always listen to your intuition. Don't fluff it off like a lot of people do. Because a lot of people say that doesn't make sense or, oh, that can't be. Never think you know more than the universe or you know more than God or divine source or whatever. Always give it a shot and go with it, you know. Yeah, because you remember how you said to me uh, when Spirit mentioned my name and, and right off the bat you said, oh, she's too busy? Yeah. yeah okay, like, well, like, what do you think I'm this college professor? What, are you crazy? <laughs> she, well, the first thing she said was, oh, my God, but you're so busy. Would you have time to do this? Let's find a date. Because <laughs> so I'm looking at her calendar and I'm like, this woman's like a house on fire. She's here. She's there. She's doing this. She's doing library. She's doing private reading. Like, logically. And, and I got to tell you, this is what I was told when I first started working professionally as a psychic. Throw logic and reason and making sense out the window. You got to go with the flow and go with, you know, what it feels it is. Don't worry about logic, sense. That doesn't come into it. Don't overthink. Don't think. Go with the gut, not the head. We got one more caller here. Let's see if we can take them. 516-784, you're on the line with Winterbrook and Rose. Hi, Rose. Hi, Winterbrook. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, who are we speaking with? Uh, Mary Ellen, how you doing, Rose? Hi, Mary Ellen. I'm great. Thanks for calling in. I'm really excited about this energy we're having tomorrow. 
Well, I actually uh, tap into it tonight, too, because, you know, it's three days yeah. before leading up, so we're still, like, leading up to a crescent. Right, and I'm so glad that Mercury retrograde is gone. So um, I just wonder if you have any, I was very interested in everything you had to say tonight, and if do you have any messages for me. Uh, Rose, you want me to start off? Because I have a woman stepping yes. forward. Yeah, okay, I, have... I, I kind of knew you did. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the spirits that do mediumship, you've been doing psychic all night. Okay. So, um, um, and thank you for the opportunity. I have a female stepping forward. I feel very motherly with her. I'm not sure if I'm with mom or grandma. Um, let's see. I want to put her about five foot six, five foot seven. That would be my paternal grandmother. Grandma, okay. Um, now I feel that uh, she, you were close with her while she was here. Mm-hmm. There was a relationship, as opposed to you know, like some, sometimes grandmas live on the other side of the, the world or right. the other side of the country. There, because that's why I was feeling that motherly vibe to begin with, because. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a close relationship, so she would have felt comfortable uh, relating to you more so, um, whether she had to scold you or just be involved in your day-to-day activities is what I'm feeling. Um, now, she she's saying she didn't take nonsense. She didn't put up with nonsense. This is part of her personality. Do you mm-hmm. remember that about Grandma? Okay, um, and she's coming through tonight because you're putting up with somebody's nonsense, and she doesn't like it. There, she said, um, "Put your foot down. You don't need to take that." Mm-hmm. All right, because she she's saying that that's part of her nature and personality. She wouldn't have put up with it, and she certainly doesn't want her granddaughter putting up with that. Okay. Do you understand you. what she's talking about? Yeah, because I, I pretty much I started to put my feet down, both feet down. Okay, good. So Grandma's coming in to tell you to keep doing that, and she's also saying she'll be with you. So if you feel like you're going to get uh, jelly in the knees, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, 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 and all of a sudden not want to put your foot down or stand your ground mm-hmm. is another way to put it. Just think of her. You will feel, you're sensitive, she's telling me. You actually um, can be aware of the presence of spirit, not maybe 100% of the time, but a good amount of time. You'll feel the change in the vibration and the energy, yeah? Yes. The pressure, almost like a change in a barometric pressure. So she's giving you a heads up. When you need to stand your ground and you're tired or you just don't want, you know, because she said you do a lot. She's showing me you holding a lot of plates, like the waitress who's doing too many tables. Yes. All right. So sometimes it's just that you're too, you know, I get this way too. You're too darn tired to put up with it, right, to say anything. You just want to like, she said, just think of her, darling. And uh, you will feel a change in pressure and she will be there and she will help you just stand your ground and put your foot down. It's not going to be much. She said this one is more of a barker. As soon as you bark back, they're going to turn around and behave themselves. Does that make any sense? Yes. Okay, so Grandma's coming in just to to reassure you on that. She also wants to send through a tremendous amount of love. And um, she wants to give you A's, like a report card. You get the, you know, the grade of an A because she said you're doing a wonderful job. Now, are you taking uh, care of your mom right now? Um, taking care of someone who everybody thinks she's my mom. Okay, because uh, I felt like Grandma was telling me you were caring for, and I thought I heard mom, but okay. So somebody who's like a mother figure then. Yeah, and I've known her since I'm five. And okay. So yeah. Grandma's acknowledging that. she's That's what she's telling me. And um, now there's a situation with this woman. Is there like a... Yeah. A um, now a legal or a financial or a paperwork situation, not a health situation. She's not talking about that, but some kind of um, chaos or mess with paperwork. Yes. And she said that's going to work out. It's, she's showing me the like if you took a piece of paper and crumbled it in a ball, 
Okay, that's where it is right now. Well, it's going to be smoothed out, and somebody's going to get an iron and smooth it out, and it will it will pass. Don't don't worry about it. She says it's gonna it, it'll get all untangled. Okay, great. All right. So she's aware of what's going on, um, and uh. she just brings through a whole lot of love. The family is together, and they're mm-hmm. and then there's a dog with her uh, that's associated with you. Okay. Or, or there's a dog. It's a, it's it, it, it's it's connected to either grandma or you or both of you. Cuz I see a connection. Okay. And it's with mm-hmm. the grandmother. And I feel like it's a medium-sized dog, like, you know, 50, 60 pounds around there. Okay. Do you, does this ring a bell? Uh, yeah, my aunt had a dog. Okay. My aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Okay. Because you know, like, she's got this dog that's connected somehow with the family. I thought it was between her and you, but the aunt's dog, I'll take that. So um, yeah. but that's about the size, and I feel it was dark-colored, this dog. Yeah. Not white. No. So looking at the white. coloring. And so um, so in addition to the family, which that came out in response to my statement to you that the family's together, so are the pets. <laughs> They're all going up there together, too. Yeah. So that's, that's right. why she brought that in. So I want to leave your grandmother with you, and I want to thank you for uh, letting me bring her through, and I'll, I'll sign off to Rose here. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome, dear. Thank you. I want to thank everybody who called this evening. Uh, we are coming down to, we've got four minutes left. Uh, Winterbrook, in those four minutes, why don't you announce your upcoming library um, events? Oh, she presumes I know what my schedule is. Okay. For people on Long Island, I will be at Babylon Library on uh, October 4th. That's coming up next week. And then um, the 13th, I believe it is. I'm just pulling up my schedule. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I do know when to get my children to school. That's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, the 13th, I'm going to be at the Freeport Memorial Library. And the library events are free to attend. You do need to call the library to make sure they have seating available available because they open it to their patrons first and then the general public. The uh, 16th is a Sunday, and I'm going to be at the Northport Historical Society. It's only $5. It benefits the society. And I'm going to be giving a talk not only about mediumship, but it's a um, it's Sunday at the Society, and they like a history topic. So I'm going to talk about the history of modern spiritualism in America, uh, which is really a, a strong proponent of using mediumship. And then I will be at Plain Edge Library on Oct- uh, Tuesday, October 25th in the evening, and I'm on my hometown in Northport on October 27th, and that's pretty much my uh, month of October. If you go to my website, I also have dates in November. We've got the uh, Eyes of Learning. I'm going to be at the Voice of the Healing Soul in December. I'm going to be at uh, the colleges in November, but those are open to the um, adult. They may be open to the general public. We have to uh, finalize the details. Suffolk County is just open up to the students. So check out my calendar, and I think I have about 13 to 15 events scheduled now. Whoa, baby. That's a calendar. Okay, folks. We'll be back next week, and I believe next week we are doing a meditation. And um, have a great week. And he may blessings your way. And drop us an email. Visit our website. We look forward to doing this again. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.